So I also have here, I made a word map. Uh, this was actually based on the the word for word verbatim responses. Uh, so there's some free response at the end after you, you already had a bunch of questions. And uh, these are the priorities of our church. It's why we're here um, with building the community, love of people, growing as a family. And so it, it's very important that we remember that and focus on that. So on the next slide. So all of that was about us. Then in the survey, it was a lot of questions about what we're looking for in a minister. So those roles, uh, the most important ones here, we had spiritual guide, a visionary leader, a friend, minister of the word teacher, also witness evangelist. Uh, the next section of the survey was on sermon qualities. Uh, so the most important ones there, uh, there were many in the survey. Uh, biblically based and illustrated, setting forth clear faith position, uh, making decisions and living a faithful life, encouraging listeners uh, to see life from God's perspective and you know, look outward rather than just on our own uh, wants and desires, inviting new ways of viewing scripture uh, and situation, and then also you know, taking that faith position and setting forth sides of an issue uh, without advocating that, you know, there's only one view as the Christian position, that we can have individuality based on the guidance that we have within the scriptures. So. As far as ministry qualities, uh, we're looking for someone that's compassionate and caring, uh, emotionally uh, mature and secure, helping people to develop their own spiritual life and develop that growth, being acceptant of people with divergent views. Uh, we're welcoming to all, and we want to keep that. And then helping people understand and act on issues of inequality, poverty, and race. Uh, we recognize within our congregation uh, that we are a diverse body, and we, we take pride in that and want to continue that and want a minister that is going to uh, just grow that uh, more and more within our church. So from that, we took all of the responses and uh, basically have a, an ideal candidate description is what we call it within the search committee. Um, I'm going to read through it here. It's kind of uh, the, the job requisition, if you will. So the Melbourne Church of Christ is an eager to grow congregation of around 200 people that are multicultural and multi-ethnic and represent the demographics of the area. We have a history of being involved in the community, um, that have some examples there, and are seeking a senior minister abounding in love and faithfulness in order to serve God's will for transforming our lives, uh, the lives of the community, and to have a deepening and personal relationship with God made available by the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, uh, demonstrating abilities to build diverse and inclusive relationships with high levels of engagement through mentoring as well as sharing application of the word of the Bible to address current issues are a must. Uh, so we, we appreciate all of you for helping us and providing those survey responses. And we, we now have uh, candidates that we're looking uh, to get recommended to us and continue on the journey. Thank you very much.
Um, as Andrew mentioned, uh, currently in the search uh, process, uh, there have been identified individuals as recommenders uh, who we are now uh, communicating with, talking with, praying with to identify candidates uh, for the committee to review. So um, the process is maybe different from just going out and setting up one ads, uh, right, that type of approach but actually being very purposeful in having these discussions and praying with people uh, to get God's direction and where we need to go. And so um, several of the recommenders were kind of uh, wanting some additional time uh, to identify candidates. Uh, hopefully they'll be finishing up here uh, towards the end of this month. And then the committee will be going through those candidates that have been identified, praying over those, and uh, selecting uh, the top uh, four or so that they will then start reaching out, building relationships with to identify uh, the individual that would come here. So uh, we're not to the end yet, uh, but we are definitely uh, in the middle and very busy from that standpoint. So please be mindful and prayerful of that. So where do we go from here? I'm going to uh, share a few more uh, survey results with you uh, to kind of give you some insight into uh, some other areas that were discussed. As we go through this, be mindful of this passage. I want you to be mindful about what the first century church was devoted to, the things that they were devoted to. And devoted is a very strong word. We talked about that last week, right? It's, uh, it's, it's almost a, a vow commitment that you are making to these things. This was a very important part of their church life then, and I believe it should be for us as well. So, it clicked and it went. So, I hope you can read this. Um, I can't read it myself, uh, so I'm, a <laughs> I'm trying to look. Um, so one of the things, if you remember our ministry model, right, we had three things, uh, being a disciple, being a witness, being a servant, uh, that we love God, we love others, and we love ourselves. Um, we have uh, taken uh, kind of a next step as we went through this process. The elders spent some time thinking about what is our mission uh, statement? What is our purpose? What is our vision for where we're going? And uh, Michelle turned this into something that looks very beautiful and peaceful, right? Uh, being out at the beach. But the thing that I want you to, to focus on, our aim is to glorify God. Whatever you do in word or deed, do all to the glory of God, right? Um, that is at the heart of who we are as a body here, and we want to make sure that the things that we're doing are focused on bringing glory to God and not glory to ourselves. What we do. So these tie very closely to the servant, disciple, and witness. We uh, imitate Jesus. I can't even read it looking that way. I'm going to come down close. <laughs> Serve others and share the good news. So being a servant, imitating Jesus, being a disciple, sharing the good news, being a witness. And so we just added a little bit to that. 
The uh, next one is how we do it. Following the Spirit's direction. We felt that our ministry model uh, before really didn't uh, focus on that aspect. We want to be a Spirit-led church. We want that to be where we seek our guidance and where we seek our direction. And so be praying about that. Loving God and others ties back to the ministry model that we had before, and then witnessing um, to God's grace and mercy. And that'll be important uh, as I talk about some of the other feedback that we received uh, about witnessing and, and doing that. So you're going to see this more. Uh, this is uh, one of the things that we're sharing with uh, prospective candidates, is to let them know who we are, uh, what we're doing and what's important to us as we move forward. So I don't know if you can see that either. <laughs> I hope so. Eulis warned me that these things may be difficult to see. Uh, the elders spent some time reviewing this at our past meeting. So this was a question that you responded to. The question was, how often do you do different things? Down at the bottom, uh, I I think this has a laser, but I do not see it, and I'm afraid I'll turn the power button. Oh, there it is. So down at the bottom, this first column here that you see blue is you answer daily. The kind of orange color as it goes across here several times a week. The grayish area, purplish, is once a week. Yellow is a few times a month, seldom or never. So these are sorted top to bottom uh, starting with the one where you had the most. So this is, this is very encouraging to me. You know, 90% of the people uh, said that they uh, daily or several times a week uh, focus on prayer. Um, remember Acts chapter 2. Those first century Christians were devoted to prayer. And then as you come down the list, time in worship, listening to Christian music, uh, fourth down is Bible reading. Uh, as you kind of start going down the list, you see that the how often becomes how less. And that is something that I wanted you to see and reflect on. Your results are somewhere on this survey. I don't know. It was anonymous. But you as an individual know where you are Bible reading and personal Bible study. Acts chapter 2, they were devoted to the apostles' teaching. That is the word, that's the Bible, being devoted to that. Fellowship, breaking of bread, worship, and prayer. Those things are at the core for you as an individual to imitate Jesus, to be like Jesus. I hope that as you reflect on this, that you will think about how you can be more devoted to those things. As your spiritual walk is strengthened, our body is strengthened. As you as an individual's spiritual walk is strengthened, we as a body are strengthened. So I encourage you if you currently are in this area right over here, 
seldom or never. I want you to hear the Spirit calling you today to get involved in your spiritual disciplines as an individual. It's important. It's important to listen to what the Spirit calls you to do. For those of you that are over in this area, praise God. And seek out and share with people what God is, is, is giving you through this because it is important to let people know how God is working in your life. It's a way of strengthening the body as we go forward. The, um, I don't know if you noticed, uh, second one up, fasting. Now, it's easy for me to say that most of you don't fast because that's what the data says. <laughs> Seldom or never. I, I want to share with you that the search committee has a prayer committee that is spending time praying specifically for the search process. They meet once a week. Um, there's some of them that used to say seldom or never that have been fasting. They've been seeing this as being an opportunity to put this practice into place. And so if you have some questions or are interested in finding out from some people that are actually trying it, Steve Mason uh, is heading up that group, and uh, there's some people on that group that have been participating in doing that. They can share with you what's going on. The other one on this list that is on the bottom is meeting in small groups. And I know this pandemic has uh, been a challenge in a lot of ways, but one of the ways is that it has uh, not given us the opportunity as Christians to get together in small groups to encourage and lift each other up. And uh, be praying that that will change and we will be able to uh, get back to having some small group settings for us to be able to encourage each other more. And in the meantime, pick up the phone and call some people and talk to them, even if you're not able to be there and be close with them. So the next uh, question uh, that I wanted to uh, highlight for you this morning is um, the question was, list the five things that the Melbourne church needs to improve. So you had a chance to vote for five things. And then that same list was what are the five things that we're doing well. So um, the first uh, column is a list of the top 10 activities that you said we need to improve as a church family. It was one of your five. And the percentages is the percentage of people that voted for selected uh, that particular item. So the elders have spent some time reflecting and thinking about these things. We think it's important for us to, to hear as a, a church family those things that we need to improve on and uh, how we can do that. So this first uh, group, I kind of put arrows out there <clears throat> to highlight those things that are focused on outreach and evangelism. The number one thing that you had that we needed to improve was sharing the good news with people outside our walls. And to me, that's a very positive thing because it says that that's one of the things on your heart that we need to be doing. Um, the doing well column, I put that there so that you could see how many people said we're doing that well. 
So 3% says that this is something we really need to improve, <laughs> right? Only 3% of you said that that was something that we do well. Engaging with the surrounding committee, encouraging members to recognize and act on the relationship between faith and social, political, and economic issues affecting our society, partnering with other religious groups for ministry to an impact on the community in which we live, and local evangelism. So half of the top 10 were focused in this particular area. So the question, right, that comes for us is, how do we become more effective in ministering to our community and sharing with them the good news? That's the question that we need as a body to find the answer to. And I'll come back to those questions in a minute. The next one had three items off this list under this category of discipleship and ministry. So the second uh, of the top five, uh, 10 was helping members deepen their personal and spiritual relationship with God, helping members discover their gifts for ministry and service, and fellowship opportunities among members. Um, the one thing that's a little bit different for these is you'll see that under the doing well, they actually had a little bit higher percentage of people that voted, uh, selected those. And what that tells me is that uh, even though it's an area that we need to improve in, we have some pockets of goodness. We have some pockets where people feel like those are things that we're doing well. That tells me that we need to communicate and listen to each other more, right? To be able to see and to know those. Two questions. How do we grow as disciples in our relationship with God and each other? And how we do, do we follow the Spirit's call to ministry and service? I know when you got these surveys, you thought you were just going to be giving data. Well, now you're getting data back, and you're going to have to think about what you do with it as you move forward. So the last um, one of these uh, top ten is under the category worship. Now, I'm going to tell you, this area is a little more difficult. Whenever Andrew shared this, he said, greatest strength, worship. <laughs> greatest need for improvement, worship. And if you look at the fourth this is a four activity out of the ten, worship that involves a meaningful and heartfelt encounter with God. So 38% selected that as being a need area to improve. Well, look right over and doing well. 46% of you feel that that's something that we're doing well. I'm going to show you some data in a little bit that kind of helps you see the, the, in worship the, the difference that exists there. And then the last one, worship that involves a meaningful and heartfelt encounter with God, 26% said that's something that needs to improve, and 20% said that it's something that we're doing well. So how do we improve our worship? Uh, for some of you, we're doing pretty well. For some of you, we're not doing very well. And I think that this is an area that we need to have some discussions and uh, continue to think about it. Now, there was another uh, survey question that dealt with worship. Uh, Andrew highlighted some of those key items that are there. Uh, but this was, how, how are we doing? Uh, are you satisfied, very satisfied, dissatisfied, or very dis, uh, uh, dissatisfied, or very dissatisfied? And so 
those are the, the colors that are there. So blue's the very satisfied, uh, orange is satisfied, then dissatisfied, and very dissatisfied. So if you look at those top three, right, use of scripture uh, in worship, you know, 90 plus percent, 95 plus percent uh, use of prayer and worship, 95 plus percent are satisfied, attention given to the Lord's Supper greater than 90, effective use of media, um, 85 percent. Um, and then the bottom three. These are the areas where I think we need to think about what we do. Compelling worship experiences. So 25% of you are dissatisfied. Excellence in singing and music. Uh, 28 plus percent are either dissatisfied or very dissatisfied. And this had the greatest very dissatisfied. 10%, almost 10%. Uh, felt that. And then use of personal testimonies. 50% dissatisfied or very dissatisfied. So when you think about, you know, what we had with our purpose about witnessing and sharing, this is an opportunity for us to think about in our worship how we improve uh, in these particular areas. So that's the data. That's the information. So reflect back. Need to be devoted to the apostles' teaching and to prayer and to fellowship and to breaking of bread. Um, how do we improve? How do we get better? Some of the things that we're talking about are just individual personal commitments and actions, right, to uh, things that you do as an individual. And then some of them are things associated to with how we do things as a body, how do we come together? Now, uh, several, oh, it was probably a, over a year, maybe a year and a half ago, um, we had some improvement groups that were focused on some particular areas. Some of those were in these same areas. And so we made some improvements, but from my perspective and the elders' perspective, we didn't go far enough. We didn't do enough to really help us to be a healthy, congregation moving forward. So the elders uh, believe that we should spend some time as a church family uh, focused on these improvement opportunities. And so we would like to take those three groupings that we had and get some focus improvement groups uh, together to go off and look at uh, actionable recommendations that we can take as a church family to improve those particular areas of outreach and evangelism, discipleship and ministry and worship. So they'll be similar to the other groups, but hopefully more productive in helping to address uh, these areas that you've identified to us. So the elders are asking for uh, volunteers that are willing to lead or participate on these improvement groups. Uh, when Michelle gets back, we'll send out an email uh, with probably SurveyMonkey or something like that where you could um, uh, express your interest in participating in one of those groups uh, to be able to do that. Or, you know, if you'd like to share with one of the elders uh, this morning. But one of the things I want you to really commit to doing is praying about this opportunity. 
as we um, moved into this <clears throat> process of hiring a new minister, um, you know, we're, the committee's off going on the process of uh, trying to find a new minister, but we as a church family need to use and where we're going. What is it that we want to be? Because hiring a new minister uh, or a church that is not um, all that God wants them to be um, is a challenge. We need to be healthy. We need to be dedicated and focused to what God is calling us to do. And we need to be ready to welcome uh, God's blessing to us so that where our hearts are aligned and focused on where he wants us to go. And so I hope that you're using this as a time to reflect on your involvement in the church family, your relationship with God, so that as we move forward, uh, we can do that in a very positive way. Um, if you have questions, we, we can make these slides available because I know it's maybe a little bit difficult. You may want to have some time to reflect on them as well. But uh, I, I hope that you will uh, take this call and listen to it and uh, volunteer to participate. You know, as, uh, as we close this morning, um, I, I love Acts chapter 2 because uh, it's when... Uh, the blessing of Christ's sacrifice on the cross became preached to the world. There were people that came from everywhere, right, to be there to hear the good news about what Christ has done. And that uh, call that Peter gave to that church, uh, those individuals that day, is the same that we have today. You know, whenever they ask, what must I do to be saved? And Peter said, repent and be baptized. Uh, the, the church is, is the people that have responded to that call, that have been willing to do that. This morning, if you desire uh, to answer that call for yourself today, we pray you'll come and, and let us know. I saw Eulis making sure the baptistry was ready this morning, so uh, it's uh, available uh, or if you have a, a prayer need, you just want to, maybe something this morning as you looked at these results, it touched you and you said, hey, um, I'm, I'm over in that seldom never column and I need to repent. I need to let people in my church family know that I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I want to be what God has called me to do and, and I'm ready to change. And if you need the prayers of this body, and to let them know that you are a part of it, uh, feel free to come this morning. We'll also have uh, the prayer room available. But don't walk away today being like you've always been. Even, even if you've been there uh, with the Lord the whole way, uh, let the Spirit call you closer to Him today. We all need Jesus. We all need to submit to his call to us. So if you have a, a need this morning, please come as, as we stand and sing.